Chocolicious. I'm Christine, your virtual bestie. This is happy hour. Prime Day's coming up. Are you ready? Yeah, I used to get really excited until I think it was last year. I don't know. Like a month later, I found an item that I'd already purchased on Prime Day and it was less expensive. It's like somebody had their way with me and then just took advantage of me just because I had a couple glasses of wine and I was like, ooh, Prime Day deals. This year there'll be a concert. Maybe I'll watch it. But if you are interested in Prime Day, one of the things I saw was the Ring doorbell. It's going to be on special, and I can't remember if it was going to be like $189 or $169, but here's the deal. It comes with Echo Dot, right? Amazon's Alexa. You can buy your new best friend, which I think you're going to want Alexa in your life, especially if you're in an abused relationship. I don't know if you saw this story coming out of Albuquerque. He was in this town outside of Albuquerque. This guy, not a good guy, beating up his girlfriend, um, and... I guess he was yelling at her. Of course he was yelling at her. This was a fight. Alexa heard him say, did you call the sheriffs? And Alexa's like, well, yes, I did. <laughs> Alexa is the girlfriend who's got your back. She might be able to turn on lights, but if you're in an abusive relationship, there you go. <laughs> that sounds really bad. But listen, Google even said, we're keeping your recordings. I think, did, was it Google, Amazon? I don't know what makes you think that having voice activated stuff in your house is a good thing. I'm afraid somebody's going to watch and all this or listen, I guess, watch. I don't have cameras in either. I was thinking about this morning. Thank God I don't have cameras in my house. I can't do it. I can't do it because I'm afraid it's going to pick up something of me. I'm not ready for reality TV cameras to be all around my house. I can't do it. But I did put up a new product under Fabulous Finds. You're going to go, Christine, why is this fabulous? I'm going to tell you exactly why. Uh, because I had no flies in my house after the 4th of July weekend. And I had tons of teenage boys coming in and out of the house because they're going out to the pool, right? And the flies right now where I live in Central California are horrible. It's almost as if I live on a dairy. It's that bad. The flies are horrible. But I learned this trick when I was throwing a 50th birthday party for my husband a couple years ago. If you notice when you go into grocery stores or you go into stores, they have fans when you walk in, it's like, and you get hit, you know, like a, I don't know, gale gust of winds or whatever. Well, that wind, the fan is used to keep the flies out. So using that idea, because I tried all that smelly junk and zappers and I just become a homicidal maniac when the summer hits and the flies are all around, but fans work. And I bought some pedestal fans. So you want the pedestal ones because I wanted the ones kind of up. And these aren't very expensive. I think anywhere between, I don't know, 25 and 30 bucks or 40 bucks or something like that. I put them by the table and by the door. And let me tell you, I didn't have one fly in my house. Is that even possible? (sighs) Do you know how nice it was not to splatter fly guts all over my windows, all over my countertops, all over everywhere you're on? Clean it up. And then I have to rewash the windows because then I got fly guts all over. It looked like a burial ground or like a mass murder. I guess I'm a serial killer when it comes to flies. Anyway, so I put that up there. If it goes on special, great. I'm going to tell you right now, my favorite aspects of these fans or my favorite part was, is oh, I kept the flies out. But number two, you don't need the remote. I bought the ones with the remote thinking that's what I needed. If you like a remote, have a remote. Uh, but the timer because the kids stop coming in and out and I stop paying attention. And so the fan will automatically turn off so the fan doesn't run all the time. So I put that up there for you. 
I'm telling you, put it by your table when you eat, if you want to eat outside and enjoy the nice summer nights, or, um, and also by your door that leads into the house. I'm telling you, it works. It's awesome. Okay, on social media, well, actually on Facebook to be more specific, because it's kind of the place where I feel like I can have a good conversation with you. I talked about my worst nightmare. I have been watching that show Smothered on TLC. Have you watched it? These are like freaky deaky mother-daughter relationships. And I say this is my worst nightmare because I have boys and my boys are going to get married and they're going to have a woman, maybe, whoever. But bottom line is, is whoever they pick have this kind of relationship. I won't get to plan a wedding. This sounds, this is going to sound horrible, but it's true. I often wish that my boys hook up with some girl who is like on the outs with their mother or uh, she's dead. That's so bad, isn't it? But I'll be like, oh, honey, you want to plan a wedding? Let's do it. Oh, you're having a baby? I got you. I guess that makes me a smothered. I don't know. (laughs) That I want to adopt somebody else's daughter. (laughs) And then have whoever my boy. I'll let my boys pick their own. I won't do an arranged marriage. Come on. I I draw the line somewhere. God, I wish I could do an arranged marriage. (laughs) Have you watched that documentary, Dating Patel? Uh, it's really, it's actually quite fascinating. It, I, I think, yeah, dating Patel. It, he, his sister is a filmmaker. He is Indian, living in America. So he's American Indian now, but not American Indian. But you know what I'm saying. Anyway, and they have wedding season, and you know, after a certain while, they expect their boys to be married. And at one point, this is way before online dating, they actually had resumes, and the moms would go through them. And the mom, his mom, was always trying to get him hooked up with somebody. He went back to India to go to wedding season to try to find a woman. Can you imagine some American man going to wedding season? Any of the men I know never wanted to go to weddings because there's girls there trying to get married. I know you're going to say, now I don't, but come on now. But it was funny because the mom was like saying, I found this really cute one. She's educated. She's a near, she's an engineer. She's a little chunky, but I think she's going to be a great pick. Oh, by the way, he had an American girlfriend the whole time. <laughs> he was too afraid to tell his mom. So he's doing all this stuff to placate his mom. At the same time, he's got a girlfriend, but he doesn't want to tell her it's an American girl. It's actually pretty funny, but you should see it. Okay, so obviously that would disappoint me if I don't get to plan any weddings. But the Smothered, it's on TLC. You can just look it up and stream it anytime. It is almost disturbing not almost who am I kidding it's actually disturbing and I joke around but I there's one mother daughter where the the daughter's pregnant and you know everything is about her mom and I'm like but there's a mother-in-law and you know this is what I always say I was a I wasn't the best daughter-in-law at first meaning I didn't quite get it I think you have to throw your mother-in-law a dog bone because remember boys do not talk to their moms or their families the way that girls do. I know I'm highly simplifying it. Don't give me a hard time about it, but I'm just telling you the truth. The only reason why your mother-in-law or future mother-in-law thinks one way about you is because she's assumed it based on some sort of actions because your guy is not talking to her about that stuff. Now you, on the other hand, are... I'm going to tell you right now, don't talk about your man to your parents. Because you're going to be okay and your parents are not, you're, you're your parents' baby. You, you, you can't understand that. So I will say that in the beginning, I, I didn't understand. I guess I just didn't quite get it. You know, here's the woman who birthed him, who held him, who fell in love with him. And then I come in and now he's mine. And that's going to happen to my voice. 
So I really, when I started kind of realizing things, I really started to, I mean, my in-laws are wonderful grandparents. They've always been very good. But I started changing how I dealt with them. I call her. And I have a language barrier. I mean, I took French in high school. I was going to have a love affair with Jean-Paul, and I end up with Jose and Cerveza and quesadillas. <laughs> I was supposed to have pan and have vino and have this romantic love affair. Now I got cerveza and tortillas. <laughs> Bottom line is, I think if you can forge your own relationship and make sure your mother-in-law feels included, uh, you don't have to tell her everything, but just give her something. Because here's what every guy says, oh, my mother drives me nuts. Every man says that. Why? Because they don't want to deal with their mothers. They don't want to deal with you either, unless it's uh, you're going to feed them. And I mean more ways than one. <laughs> Men are so simple. Aren't they so simple? Um, speaking of men and marriages, uh, so, this research comes out and I'm like, hmm, really? So they're saying, how many square feet do you need for wedded bliss? I know people now who are doing separate bedrooms. Uh, that's kind of not for me right now. I get where people will do that. But according to this researcher, they surveyed over 900 couples, and it's from a, the lighting brand, which I'm trying to figure out. Are they trying to do romantic bedroom lighting or something? It's uh, from Sofari. What they found out is the magic number for your square footage, 1,800 and more. If you have under 1,800 square feet, apparently you could be unhappily married. Now, he, this is what's interesting. They said it's because typically if you have an 1,800 square foot home or bigger, you're probably a little bit more financial, financially set or a little bit more stable. So therefore, you have less, that, less financial stress. So you can live in a smaller place and be really happy. It boiled down to financial stress. I'm going to tell you right now, you know what makes a happy marriage? Uh, a large enough bathroom to where you're not bumping butts in the morning. I, I can't have Joe in my space when I'm trying to get ready. It's like the worst thing, isn't it? When they're getting get your way and you're like, I've got my rhythm. i got to get down. I'm trying to look good. And then he's like, brushing his teeth, spitting in me, going to the bathroom, doing it. I'm like, ah, out of my zone. So I need, a, I need a big enough bathroom where I can have my zone and not be bothered. Because I do not like to be bothered while I'm getting ready. Especially, you know, when you're trying to hurry in the morning. Come on. And my other tip for marital bliss which has worked in my house, I have separate covers. <laughs> my friends will think I'm a freak. You can too. It's okay. I get it. Uh, we actually sleep underneath two separate covers. So I have two nice little blankies and then I put the decorative comforter on top. It's because I like my feet out. My feet suffocate. And he likes to ball it all up and tuck his feet. And I'm like, oh. And really, I'm not much a cuddler when I sleep. When I sleep, I need to sleep. I need you away from me. So I like two separate blankets. No fighting over blankets. That means you get a peaceful night's sleep. You can get ready in the morning without bumping butts. What else do you need? And I've got a, I got a little over 1,800 square feet. think we're doing pretty good. But if I couldn't have over 1,800 square feet, it definitely the bathroom would be bigger than my kitchen. <laughs> I'm like, I need bathroom space and two separate blankets and I can live anywhere. I, I can totally do that. Now we're on with marriages. Let's talk about babies. One of the big things about babies is potty training. So in China, you know what they do with their babies? They make them wear like chaps. And I'm reading this article about this little baby boy who was going down a slide and he's like screaming bloody murder. Like, ah! 
Well, you find out that he's got like buttless pants on. Well, that's how they train them is they don't, they just, I'm like, why bother? But he was on a metal slide in China. And he, what happens in, when it's hot out with a metal slide? It's hot. And his little buttless pants burned his little booty. I'm all about letting kids run around naked. Like that was my, I did that since the time they could outside, not inside. Nobody goes to the bathroom on the carpeting in my house. I mean, would you let your kid run around with their butts hanging out? I guess if you have <laughs> teenager, college age kids, the girls, <laughs> I guess same thing. <laughs> Maybe they got, the Chinese girls got used to it. No, literally they have no bottom and they just put legs on. But I'm like, well, why bother keeping the legs? It's all going to drip down. I still got to clean something. <laughs> so when it comes to potty training, one of the things that I learned, and I couldn't believe this. I thought, you know, I've got brothers I know and I have boys. One of the things my mom said, and then I reconfirmed it, and it's true, I didn't know this. Men cannot go number two without going number one at the same time, no matter what. You and I, we can drop a load, no problem. We can go one or two. Whichever exit needs to happen, it can happen because we have muscle control, and we have different type of muscles. Well, males don't have that type of muscle control, so they go at the same time. That's why every time they sit down, like number one and two, it's a party. They like to do everything all at once. And that's why it's really important not to pressure little boys to potty train. Little girls can definitely potty train faster than little boys because of the muscle control. And I will tell you, I waited until my boys were just over three years old. And you know, they start, they start doing it themselves. But I'm going to tell you right now, if you're a new mommy or you're in that potty training phase, forget putting all the prizes or whatever else. Let them run around naked in the backyard. I don't know if I'd buy the buttless pants like in China. And just remember with boys, it takes a while. And I think they all pretty much get it. Like I didn't have to work at it all because they were ready. And I think that's the biggest key is letting them know when they're ready. And they can feel that sensation by running around naked in the backyard. I'm going to be taking my kids to the park with buttless pants. Oh my God. That just sounds so painful. Like I could just see my luck of falling on something and getting like splinters in my behind or something. That just seems so cruel for those little kids. Uh, speaking of China, God, they are rocking it. But although I'm not sure if I want to know this at all, there is a new system. There's hotels in central China that are soon going to have a, a, a hygiene check for their beds. Sometimes it's better not to know, isn't it? The bed sheets are actually going to have a QR code. And that QR code, you scan it on your smartphone and it'll tell you all the details about those sheets. Yeah, I think some things need to be kept private. <laughs> you know, kind of out of sight, out of mind. Sometimes it's better when we don't know what can happen. But you can find out the last time they were washed, uh, hopefully right before they were put on the bed. The number of times the sheets were used, oh, would you want to know that? I'm out. I, I, I can't know that. I think it's just better for me not to know. It's just better because then that's just something else for me to think about. Oh my God, these sheets have been used 2,703 times? Ew! Then I start picturing what that means to be used that many times. And then I start thinking about the people who may have been sitting in there who may not be as hygienic as myself. I take a shower every night before I go to bed. Yeah, I like clean sheets. Clean sheets are definitely a big thing. And get this, the temperature that was used to disinfect them. Ugh. 
And what's crazy is, have you seen now the new recommendation that you're not even supposed to be washing your stuff in warm water? Is that it's useless? You might as well just use cold water. Yeah, that's not happening in my house. I can't do it. They say supposedly it's just as good. Not in my mind. And that's all that matters. Have you heard of that? Have you tried it? If a pair of underwear happened to sneak into that cold water wash, I mean, you know, your jeans and stuff, obviously cold water, but I'm talking about stuff that I just like warm. But a pair of underwear sneaks in and it didn't go through the hot cycle, oh, I redo the laundry. That's how freakish I am about the temperature. That's pretty much where I sit. I, can't, I cannot scan a QR code. I can't. I think sometimes it's just better not to think about it. Just go with it and hope for the best. <laughs> Speaking of um, dirty sheets and dirty underwear, this had to be a nightmare. Can you imagine? So San Diego, um, at their little county fair that they had, they had a couple kids come down with E. coli. One little guy passed away. Terrible. But I'm trying to figure out, you know, they don't know where the source of the E. coli came from. But I'm telling you right now, I can't figure out how these kids can't do certain things without getting sick anymore. Um, he was petting the animals. Did they not wash their hands? Did they not like sing? Like uh, we were told to sing happy birthday. Like that's how long you washed your hands for. Or did the mom just use hand sanitizer? I'm not sure about hand sanitizer either. I like a good soap and water. Some good soap and water to wash my hands. But it's weird because have you heard about now even the CDC is reporting that public pools have poop in them? Okay, they didn't use the word poop, that's my word, but they basically use diarrhea. That people who are having symptoms of diarrhea go into a public pool and now you can get sick. I was like, what? I thought the chlorine took care of that. <sighs> this is why I don't not, I do not like public <laughs> pools. But uh, water parks? Mmm. Mmm. My boys, I've, I've gone twice, and oh, and I'm not even a germaphobe. I would not put me as a germaphobe. I'm just a freakophobe because I am like, Ugh. and I always think of like in the little baby pools. So my little niece at that time, she was, she was, you know, little. So we had to go in the baby pool area and my sister-in-law's like, Hey, come on over here with us. I go, I can't go in that water. She just come in. It's fine. So we get in the water and I look over and I go, um, cause I'm looking at all these little swimmers, you know, they wear those little pamper swimmer things. Um, yeah, no, no, things leak out of that. So I look over and I go, oh my gosh, is that a piece of poop? That's a poop. That's not, that is not a baby Ruth. That is poop. And my sister-in-law looks at me, she goes, no, I think it's a granola bar. And it's like coming towards us, like the shark, like, and I'm like, Ugh. and then this woman comes up to me, she goes, there's poop in the pool. And I go, that is poop. I told you this was poop in the pool. And then I go and get the lifeguard. I'm like, uh, there's poop in the pool. And I was in the poop at the pool. And then all of a sudden they're calling out and, you know, bringing in basically hazmat teams and throwing stuff in there, getting everybody out. I sat next to poop in a pool. Yeah. Ask me if I've been to another public pool since. Mm -mm. I'll go to a spray park. But even some of those are kind of nuts. We had some kids in our town a few years back get sick and E. coli and we end up in the emergency room because of like a slip and slide. You know, like the little slippy bananas or whatever. The moms, we took them out to the park and, you know, hose them down. The kids were all running around. Well, somebody had poop. <gasps> That's why I do not do jacuzzis either. Public jacuzzis, mm, private jacuzzis. I don't even have a jacuzzi. That's how afraid I am. We have got a nice little oven that has a balanced temperature and pH 
Like, you know, our ovens are sensitive. And every time I go to a hotel and you go out to the jacuzzi, what do you see? Yeah, men drinking beer. I'm just going to say that. Do I have to go more into it? Beer farts. That's infatuating. That is just going, I was going to say flatulating, but it is, it is infiltrating our water and it can get into my oven. Yeah. Mm-mm. Why is it now? When did this become the poop show? I don't know how because wash your hands. Don't people wash their hands anymore? And what's weird is, is that don't you think that if you're sick, you should stay home? You got tummy issues. You shouldn't be out infecting the water that we all play in. Oh, that's so crazy. I will say that I feel really bad for those parents at the San Diego Zoo. Again, they don't know what caused the breakout. They're looking at the little petting zoo as a possible source for the E. coli, uh, but they shut that down really quick. Yeah. So on your summer vacation, those are all things for you to think about. <laughs> Did I ruin your jacuzzi experience? My bestie loves jacuzzis. She does. And she, oh, all through high school and college, because we grew up in a planned community. So we had tons of pools and jacuzzis and stuff. I didn't feel that way with the pool before because I always figured the chlorine was killing anything in there. But apparently we've got mega poop now. Because when the CDC is saying, hey, you have little tummy issues, stay home. Uh, the chlorine. I'll tell you, after hosting those boys, so I had several teenage boys at my house. I didn't go back in the pool until after the pool guy came. <laughs> that water was looking a little murky. I was like, have you boys used the bathroom yet? Just, I don't even care. Go in the grass. I won't look. Just, ugh. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> on that note, I am so sorry I gave you the poop show. And especially if you're just now going on vacation. I uh, hope you enjoy your Prime Day specials. Uh, get the fans. Even if they're not, I'm telling you, the fans really do work. And if you haven't had a chance to check out Smothered, you should check it out. It, I know it's extreme. It's extremely disturbing and crazy. <laughs> anyway, thank you so much for joining me for this edition of Happy Hour. Hope you had a great time. Comment. Go back to Facebook and look at that. You can DM me. I, I got a little pervy last time, I think, with the slip into my DMs. I'll probably try not to say that to you again. But get talking with Talkalicious. Like the show. Rate the show. Tell me what you think. Feel free to comment on anything. And I will see you next time. This is Talkalicious. <laughs>